Here in the course Satanism 101, this is session number 24. We're dealing with satanic ritual abuse. And, and really, to miss this would be to miss the, um, uh, the broadest uh, spectrum. Uh, obviously, with satanic ritual abuse, uh, billions of dollars in insurance money, psych wards across the United States, satanic crime, uh, the involvement of uh, military psychiatrists, uh, dozens and dozens of books now just on this topic. And the biggest issue, I guess, again, is on the one side, uh, the possible uh, level of um, or amount of up to 5 million victims with another 5 million that may be out there in the United States. Not that's not And again, we've got this occurring in Europe, all through England and uh, in Canada. There's a reason for this. And we need to take a deep look into the issue of satanic ritual abuse. Now, let me just say quickly that this may not be a full hour. We have too many other sessions on this. I've linked to the webpage uh, videos that have been done, put up by Chris White, uh, of uh, our interviews and of um, and even the Black Awakening one. That's uh, if if you if you if you click on the um, and watch the video or listen to the video, rather, and then click on it, double-click it, you'll go to YouTube, and it'll have all those. I think there's about uh, 14 different ones that he's developed. And it's packed with information on satanic ritual abuse, the Black Awakening. On the front page of shadowthedarkness.net, there's, um, where the courses are listed, there's free intro segments on the Black Awakening, on satanic ritual abuse, and then also on the uh, preemption broadcast Podomatic, if you scroll down, there's a number of sessions on the infiltration of the church, the Black Awakening. So there's a lot of material out. And, of course, the book's coming out, hopefully, um, soon. But the need for this right here, because traditional Satanists and um, Anton LaVey-type Satanists, the Church of Satan, they're all coming out trying to claim that this doesn't exist. Of course, they're in no way able to discern what is going on or to help victims. As a matter of fact, those who have never really worked with multiples, those victims of satanic ritual abuse, um, have a hard time believing the whole, all of it. Yet, we have this occurring. We have hundreds and hundreds of psychiatrists and psychologists and counselors in the secular field that are dealing with it. We have hundreds and hundreds of Christians and pastors and counselors and Christian you know, counseling centers dealing with it. We have hundreds of psych wards all across the United States. In our city, every psych ward here has had uh, individuals with satanic ritual abuse. We have, uh, like in Centennial Hospital in Hartford, in, in, uh, Hartford I think it's called, in Chicago, in, in Centennial, in Denver, they had ritual abuse wards. We have satanic ritual abuse training among cops in, in, in police academies and uh, the rise of satanic crimes, court cases that have been done now too, let alone um, the writings of uh, numerous victims now have put out books, materials, uh, YouTube videos on it, uh, let alone the fact that we have dealt with it for over 20-some years and have counseled and uh, tracked uh, this uh, material. So I'm not coming from the point where I need to defend uh, the reality. It's overwhelming to me and uh, those 
who are saying that it doesn't exist, two factors I find. One, they really haven't researched it. I remember listening to this guy. He called himself the Bible Answer Man. Said that he looked into satanic ritual abuse one time and went to a place and nothing happened. So therefore, it doesn't really exist. It wasn't there. That was his research. We also find out there's an FBI uh, fellow that wrote a documentation saying that it doesn't really exist either. And when he put his FBI report out, it was all based on him sitting in his office making telephone calls. Uh, we have those that created the False Memory Syndrome Foundation in Philadelphia to come against, you know, 20, 30, 40-year-old children that want to, you know, accuse their parents of being involved in Satanism and sexually abusing them. Well, um, the difficulty there is is that the two of the head guys that founded the False Memory Syndrome Foundation, Dr. Orn, Dr. Jolly West, were involved in CIA, MKUltra, mind control projects. And we have another one that was on the board that was a pedophile, or at least wrote for uh, uh, having sex with children in Europe and got found out. So we have those who are opposed to it. And in my own experiential dealings, the number one issue is the ignorance people don't know about it and don't read about it and don't definitely don't minister to the people involved. That's true even of Christians who don't do deliverance work um, that... You know, well, they don't even know that it exists. Uh, yet they, as leaders in their churches, have never done it. So there's that lack of experience, lack of knowledge, ignorance on the one side. On the other side, I find a um, purposeful diversion. Uh, people giving out uh, misinformation. Uh, that would include uh, the the Fritz Springmeier, the Cisco Wheeler documents that are on the web. Years ago, when the manual was first given to me in the in the 90s, before it got to the web, I read through it and said, man, this is really, some of it sounds really incredible as far as trying to, you know, bring out the information. The other problem was the false names of the individuals. One of the real names was Linda. The other person is put in jail now. And the disinformation in that manual is incredible. And even Monarch Fort Bragg-oriented cult multiples have told me. That uh, and we've found in unhealed cult multiples, you got to be careful that sub personalities are not giving distracting, uh, false information, information that will lead you to, you know, believe all kinds of the worst of the worst. For example, one of the things put in there was that Billy Graham, the evangelist himself was a high monarch programmer and that he triggered all the monarchs, I think it was in Seattle or something like that, and brought them to a meeting during one of his crusades up there, brought them all over there for more programming or whatever it may have been, that he's a high-level cult you know, you know, programmer. Um, I, I've been in the same room with Billy Graham, watched and seen and read his materials. Uh, I'm just going to say very frankly, there's no possible way that he is a high-level monarch programmer. And let alone the fact that he probably hasn't even dealt with, you know, cult multiplicity issues. So we've seen this in unhealed cult multiple sub 
cult loyal personalities love to give distracting information. And we've had to learn by mistake, too, by letting cult loyal subpersonalities say they're going to lead us to a site and show us where rituals are done or whatever else. Back This is back in the 80s and the early 90s and set us up or give a lot of disinformation. One time with a federal officer's wife, we finally had the apartment wired for 21 days. Every phone call was recorded. After the 21 days, we found out that subpersonalities were the ones that were making the calls, threatening calls to our office Shadow the Darkness phone lines, giving disinformation creating scenarios that really didn't, you know, for example, oh, the the cult's here to get me. Please come and help me. When we get there, we never find them. What we found out from the 21 days of surveillance recording all these calls was that cult-loyal personalities were playing distracting games to keep us, in their very words, to keep us busy and preoccupied down a false trail so that we wouldn't get onto the real one. And so this is part of what we have to learn and there's no way in this 45-minute segment that we can, you know, look into that other than hearing a few, you know, stories like this. Um, and listen, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit in this whole, you know, segment. I want to give you four points. Number one, the plain, the pain and misery of ritual abuse. Number two, the planned and purposeful creation of MPD. Number three, the satanic technology and mind and soul control. Number four, satanic bloodlines and trans Luciferians. Luciferians. Now, number one, the pain and misery. In the 70s, they begin to trickle in. The 80s, thousands and thousands were coming in. In the 90s, hundreds of thousands. And then up into 2008, we may have up to 4 million to 5 million cases of uh, multiple personality disorder. They now call it DID, a dissociative identity disorder. Those are all secular terminologies for the fact that the human soul has been split up into sub-personalities. Now, Top-level psychiatrists, psychologists have written all about this. Uh, One book I think that's a good one to read is Breaking the Circle of Satanic Ritual Abuse by Daniel Ryder. I met him in Washington at a mind-control conference that was being done by uh, Alan Shefton and Corey Dunn Hammond, uh, primarily a secular conference on this issue. And that was back in the 90s, earlier 90s. Been to a lot of other conferences and uh, read many different books. Another book that I think is vital for the subject, vital for the subject, the, it's called Project um, Bluebird, The Purposeful Creation of, of, uh, of uh, Multiple Personality Disorder. Now, the reason that I, I um, I'll probably link that to the page, to the webpage with these notes, is that the pain and misery issue is this. The numbers are swelling and they're amazing. Think in terms of, again, 4 million diagnosed cases. Again, multiple personality. That means that the human personality has been literally split up into sub-personalities through trauma. They call it trauma-based splitting. They now can use technology to split the human core. It's almost like being hypnotized. If you've ever seen somebody on stage hypnotized 
and be told there's somebody else and then to act out that way. Somebody get up to say, hey, you are really Elvis Presley. Now start singing like him. And they get up and they, and they look foolish and funny and they're out there trying to sing like Elvis Presley. And then when they're brought out of the hypnosis, uh, they're told, you know, of course they're told, you know, they don't remember unless they're shown a video of what they did. Well, in multiple multiple personality, they've created permanent sub-personalities that have their own will, their own mind and experiences, their own histories. And again, it takes me three hours in seminars just to go over this part of it. So that's why I have linked to this webpage with Satanic Ritual Abuse on this Session 24 uh, numerous other hours that we've already done on the subject. If you go to the YouTube, just go under Russ Dizdar YouTube, you're going to find about 14, uh, anywhere from 45 minute to one hour or more uh, sessions that Chris White, a good brother, has put up for us uh, in the and just a lot of information and teaching on the background of all this. Then, of course, we have courses on it that we've done. Freedom Encounters deals heavily with it. Uh, Black Awakening deals with it, uh, the course, and is our primary work that we're doing on as far as the book. So please understand this, that there are millions of victims. And I've, dealt, I've spent literally thousands of hours in counseling, deliverance, and inner healing with uh, victims of multiple personalities or DID. Um, and again, 90% or more of all of that, it's because of satanic ritual abuse. Uh, not only has the pain and, and, and torture caused uh, their conscious, their, their will to split as ch- children, but they, they were purposely split. And uh, there's a programming of those subpersonalities, training those subpersonalities, naming those subpersonalities or or focusing them, programming them to be runners, infiltrators of the church, assassins, uh, dr- you know, all kinds of things on the inside of occult moldable. And the reason I think that we need to really be have a heads up is that with so many victims we're talking again over 4 million. I personally believe there's another 5 million undiagnosed cases out there. Uh, I estimated in 1992-94 up to 2 million uh, satanic richly abused multiples that are out there. And that more than half of them are probably have not even broken down yet to end up, you know, at a psych ward somewhere. Uh, millions and millions of dollars have already been spent on insurance uh, there's all kinds of places across the United States trying to help, and uh, victims are all around. We have victims that we deal with every single week to this very day after 20-some years. So the cost in dollars and everything, that's nothing compared to the cost of a human life, the, their pain, their life has been stolen, they've been split. Normally the story goes like this. They were born into a family of uh, satanic uh, bloodline, they were beginning to be split in the very beginning, and uh, personalities, subpersonalities being developed, those personalities being programmed, that is, trained and told what to be and do, and then demonized, and then involved in satanic rituals and in satanic practices and in preparation to be, uh, well, we'll look at this in a little bit 
later on the session, uh, satanic warriors. So the question we have to deal with, there are so many of them that they were created to be that way. Here's the big question that you and I have to deal with as far as tracking. Who did this? Who did this? Now, if you do get the book and read, and I think you should, though though Dr. Colin Ross does not show the, the real spiritual side, nor does he have the real spiritual answer, it's an enormously great book. Again, Project Bluebird, uh, The Purposeful Creation of Multiple Personality Disorder. And he goes into the whole history, all the way, all the way back to the Nazis, and that's point two, the planned and purposeful creation of MPD. It goes back to the Nazis, occultism, Satanism, Luciferianism, um, original Marionite programming, and then in U.S. military, monarch programming, MK Ultra, Dr. Sidney Gottlieb. You can read a lot of this information that we've put out. Uh, Journey into Madness is another book to read. But I think if you read uh, The Purposeful Creation of Multiple Personality Disorder, uh, Project uh, uh, Bluebird. You're gonna you're gonna find in Dr. Colin Ross's book that uh, incredible uh, information and uh, you know declaration that it's not just something that was done by accident. Now there are people today that are saying, oh well, listen, no, all those you know, there's Christians that'll say, oh, all those subpersonalities, those are really demons. Again, this is out of ignorance. Uh, because people say, how can that happen? How can they do that? Well, how could somebody have Tourette's syndrome? Uh, and other things that we can you know, have to grapple with. The fact of the matter is, not only uh, has it occurred, and psychiatrists, psychologists, and others all across the nation acknowledge it, even the uh, DSM-4, the Diagnostic Manual for Psychology, they recognize it, they have it defined and how to diagnose it, and uh, testings for it, for MPD and so forth. A lot of bipolars are really multiples that are just not fully diagnosed. So what we can also do, go back to, and I got a session on the front, I believe it's on the front of the Shadow of the Darkness webpage, shadowofthedarkness.net, called, um, I think it's just uh, G.H. Estabrooks who was head of the American Psychological Association. He was involved with the CIA. In his book back in the 40s, in the 1940s when it was put out, I've got it. Um, it's just called Hypnosis. You might be able to buy it on Amazon, a used copy of it, a few out, might be out there. And it already acknowledges how they, the psychologist and military, have learned to do this. Well, they learned it, I believe, out of Project Paperclip and the bringing over of Nazi doctors and psychiatrists who were planning uh, and, and beginning to do this. They learned, according to that book, and according to other Freedom of Information, you know, Freedom of Information Act, uh, getting the materials from MK Ultra and uh, Monarch. They learned, according to his book in the '40s how to split the human personality and make sub-personalities and create a sub-personality that could be an assassin, uh, that could uh, be a reconnaissance person, that could sow disinformation, 
all the way back. And listen, I would encourage, especially if you're an individual that's working with satanic ritual abuse, go all the way back and look at the documentation and the acknowledgement of one of the world's most renowned psychiatrists and how the U.S. military, CIA, used him and how he unveiled very carefully the information back in the early 40s. And we're talking now over 60 years ago, they have learned how to do this better and better along the way. So the technology is out there that's even doing it uh, more so. And it all begins. Most of the victims that we have today, 40s, 50s, and so forth, it can all be tracked back to the 50s. They all began to be developed in the 60s or in the 50s. And um, that doesn't mean that a new generation is not coming up. I personally believe a new generation is coming up. Many of those who are satanic, ritually abused, who are multiples, have within them subpersonalities that know how to create the trauma and split the personality of babies and children. And we're seeing an unprecedented amount of child abuse being done by subpersonalities inside richly abused individuals. That's why we do in our training, we always tell churches, an unhealed multiple, no matter what they say, no matter what they cry out, and even if you're one that's listening right now, we do not permit you to te- be teaching children or being in the nursery. Uh, you, you know, an upfront person may not do anything, but sub-personalities that have been through all the massive sexual and ritual uh, abuse and know how to split and know how to do the stuff um, they will do it, and that has been dealt with many times with us. You know, dealing with uh, you know victims. I don't care how much they want to be dealing with children and so forth. I just won't let them. Now, again, you may have to listen to the two segments also on the front of ShadowTheDarkness.net, the infiltration of the church. Better yet, in order to download it completely, if you go to Preemption Broadcast, uh, the Podomatic. Uh, you can uh, go there and see the infiltration of the church, part one, part two, the infiltration of the uh, military, and download those and read those in this con- you know, listen to those in this context. It's a lot to take in. Uh, but if you're going to uh, really understand what's going on in the development of satanic super soldiers then, uh, and what's coming for the rise of the Antichrist, then you need to know. You really do. And that might be part of the reason why you're in this course. Hey, so God bless you. Don't forget greater is he who's in you than he's in the world. Don't forget the righteous are as bold as a lion, but the wicked flee. Don't forget uh, to be to be a spiritual ostrich and put your head into the ground, into the sand. Only means one thing. You get your tail kicked. The best place to be is the place of offense and power and be a great soul winner and a prayer warrior. And you know the authority of Christ, the armor of God, and you're willing uh, to step out there and deal with um, some of the most sophisticated Satanism, Luciferianism, that may have its very uh, roots in uh, Satan's agenda to bring about a great revolt and a rise of Antichrist. At least that's what the victims tell us they're part of anyway. Point number three on your notes, page 40 on your notes in Satanism 101. Satanic technology and mind control or soul control. It's all about, again, this is just the behind the scenes. I'm giving you, again, 45, 50 minutes of what would take 
a Friday night and all day Saturday, a, a six, seven, eight hour seminar. Uh, and yes, I would love to come to your church and do the seminar uh, or your area and do a seminar on this. I think it needs to be uh, really uh, taught more. A lot of churches have been caught off guard. Most churches won't deal with it at all. Uh, and, and some churches have uh, what we would call sleepers. Uh, they're sitting waiting for uh, um, to cause corruption and, and trouble. Uh, the whole, well, I won't even go into the issue of Todd Bentley right now. Uh, there's an MP3 we've done concerning the possibility uh, of uh, him also being having sub-personalities, and that's where all of the uh, counterfeit and craziness came from before his fall. Well, point three, satanic technology and mind or soul control, it deals with the splitting of the soul, involves mind and will. Each sub-personality will have their own identity, their own mind, their own feelings, emotions, and their own will. And, it, and the technology involves the, um, the, to incapacitate a human being uh, to have freedom of will, unilateral will, and to break it down into sub-personalities so that lower sub-personalities can keep the person controlled that outside handlers and others can access those sub-personalities and get them to do things, including calling them to satanic rituals to where they will be involved in rituals. It's an amazing thing. Sub-personalities, if you've dealt with this at all, can speak ancient languages, know deep, uh, incredibly uh, 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 horrific rituals, be involved in horrific rituals, uh, can detail uh, how uh, humans are sacrificed and so forth, all of this, how demons are conjured. And, of course, every satanic, ritually abused person I have ever dealt with have demons connected to the subpersonalities. So there's a need for deliverance from the demonic, inner healing for what they've gone through, biblical truth to be given, and... Um, it takes the miraculous work of God and a progressive work to bring them out of that, let alone if they have their handlers trying to keep them in. Again, I can't give you everything in this one-hour session here. Uh, you'll have four or five or six other hours of materials you can go to if you want to know more about this, or simply take the Black Awakening. I think that's 26 hours. That would be like you know three seminars done on a, three separate weekends. Uh, when I do a seminar, three hours Friday night, three hours in the morning, Saturday, three in the afternoon, um, that's nine hours. I could even go Saturday night, 12 hours. That would be half of the course of the Black Awakening. So if you can't come and take a, you know, do a seminar, you can get the course Black Awakening. That'll go in the whole background of what this is only a little pinch of information. But nevertheless, more information than most people have. The goal behind creating uh, sub-personalities as far as the real satanic agenda is this, to create warriors. They call them Babylon working babies or uh, chosen ones. That's what they're called. Um, and that's very important to understand um, because of their terminology, to know what they are. And again, I urge you to listen to the two sessions called the infiltration of the church, and I can and I there I try to detail how subpersonalities through people, when 
the person comes into the church can begin to do satanic warfare against the church, seek out bringing corruption, uh, bringing harm, uh, planting things, creating division, all that kind of stuff. So take a look at those and really get prepared and listen. They're, they, they've probably been downloaded 200,000 times. Um, I don't know how many times for sure, but but it's probably one of the, the most downloaded pieces uh, that we have. So they are considered satanic warrior monks by the uh, Brotherhood, the, the 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 Brotherhood, or what they call the Black Flame, or the Order, or what I just say simply is real Luciferians. They really worship Satan. They really are the demonic power. They really are here to bring harm to the church. They really believe that they're called to be the troops of Antichrist to bring in what they call a black awakening, a great revolt and anarchy to be able to uh, level the playing field to bring about the Antichrist. they got a plan. So with 4 million or more diagnosed cases and maybe another 5 million out there, let alone how many more are being created as children and turned into these warriors, um, don't forget the Word of God predicts a massive great rebellion, societal coup, coup, uh, before the revelation of Antichrist or of the Antichrist to the world, and this is going to be orchestrated by the satanic side. Is there conspiracy in the world? You better believe it. Satanic conspiracy to create its army and to bring the world down and to bring a new world order in. So, thus, like Albert Pike, a Luciferian Mason, would say, and others would say. Um, that there would be, uh, before New World Order, chaos. Chaos before the New World Order. Point four on this page, number 40, is simply blood, satanic bloodlines and trans-Luciferans. Now, when I touch on this, this is, um, again, you probably have five, six, seven hours on this material. There is a sense that many of those that I've dealt with over the years, and others will acknowledge the same thing, other counselors and so forth, that uh, many of those that we've dealt with deliverance, many believe that, again, when they've been created to be these chosen ones, satanic chosen ones, servants of Satan, um, that they were created out of a family, generational bloodline that goes way back. Now, don't forget the Nazi goal of the Aryans to find the blood of the Aryan race, Godmen, small g, Godmen, because of the latent powers in the blood, the genetics. This may go, and my perception is this, that this goes all the way back to the blood of the Nephilim. The blood of the Nephilim would have within it a mix of genetics, demonic empowerments. I believe that's where telekinesis and psychic powers, and many others come from. But with the Aryan blood, you know, godmen or the blood of the Aryans, they believe that they would even create longer life, uh, bigger, stronger humans, uh, super, superhumans. Now, this is what I also believe has been the attempt from the 50s on, and the Germans began to do it under the tutelage of demonic technology, demonic doctrine, demonic inspiration. That they began to do this... Uh, to create, again, one family line that would be kind of loaded up demonically 
And then when that family line is dying off, or the you know mother, grandfather, whatever's dying, mother's di- dying off, that would all be transferred to the next generation, to the next generation. So the powers over the last three generations since the 40s, this, this uh, constant uh, handing down of the powers of darkness connected to the blood and infused into the blood the genetics of the next generation, uh, is uh, what they're all about. Whether you believe that or not, they do. Now, don't forget in the scriptures, John the Baptist was filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb. Counterfeit to that, the planning behind creating a chosen one uh, is to have them demonized even in the womb, born demonically attached or demonically possessed or demonically or demonization. The Greek word being diamonozoid. And they believe that um, being born that way or there's also a, a ritual that involves the demonization uh, uh, in the fertilization, the, uh, the conception, pre-conception uh, rituals, uh, in utero rituals that will demonize uh, at conception and uh, during the development of the fetus, uh, demonize the child and uh, be born with, again, uh, genetics that have demonic attachment or connection, uh, or DNA, as they say, uh, and that they're creating them to become these powerful super. So they look at the creation of multiples as creating uh, super servants. And let me tell you something, they've got some abilities that are beyond normal human abilities. Look at Mark chapter 5. That man that was highly demonized, uh, they couldn't chain him with you know chains. He had superhuman strength. The goal behind chosen ones is to have superhuman strength, superhuman abilities, um, powerful abilities. Now, some of this was bought into in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, in later the 70s, in creation of the 1st Earth Battalion. Colonel Shannon. Take a look at the 1st Earth Battalion. Now, one of the monarchs from Fort Bragg gave me that manual back again the early the early 90s. It's now, I believe, on the web. And of course, Colonel Shannon has come out uh, to kind of uh, put down any connection of his with Luciferianism, and he acts pretty nonchalant, like he doesn't know anything about it, and uh, has anybody seen any real Luciferians? Well, the answer, Colonel Shannon, is yes. And I'd be glad to talk with him about what one is, and and for him to give some straight talk about what he's involved. Because I've dealt with people who've been trained under him. And uh, how he, of course, he was supposed to go and get all, learn every bit of new age powers and abilities and bring that into the U.S. military and to begin to train U.S. military in the powers of telekinesis, clairvoyance, psychic powers, all these different things. And this is what satanic chosen ones have, the powers of perception uh, and uh, the ability for them to reach out of themselves and affect your mind. The men who stare at goats... The book written by um, John Ronson uh, concerning the weaponization of psychic powers. Now, there's another a number of books that came out during the uh, 70s 
that dealt with the military's goal to weaponize psychic powers, uh, Gottlieb and the Nazis' goals ultimately of weaponizing satanic powers. And there's a reason for all this. Down the road, Satan, I, don't forget this, okay? Revelation 19.19, don't forget this. I know I mentioned it a lot. That Satan's goal overall, he must create a military that is not only the most uh, technologically advanced, but spiritually, in the sense of demonic powers, advanced in all of human history. And before we get to Revelation 19.19, there has to be the development. And you and I, we're seeing the development. And we may only have a tip of the iceberg of information. But many cult multiples, satanic, ritually abused people, uh, were split and programmed and trained uh, at military bases, secret places. And a lot of information there that still needs to come out. Anyway, again, in this short, short segment that we have here, can't tell you everything. Please, if you're interested, listen to the hours and hours of information uh, that we have out, as I've already mentioned. Goal, ultimately, for Satan is to have the tares. Jesus taught us about the parable of the tares. He's coming. He sows the word of God. People accept it. The wheat begins to grow. During the night, though, Jesus said Satan would come under cover of darkness. Under cover of darkness. Thus, Second Thessalonians chapter 2, the secret power, secret power of lawlessness. So, in the beginning, I used to call these guys the undergrounders. Undergrounders. That it's all being done beneath the surface. But the plan is to bring it to the surface in some senses, in a slow frog-in-the-kettle approach, but ultimately, in a burst, they call the Black Awakening, which is your last segment uh, that you can listen to when you do Session 25. Point four, the bloodlines and trans-Luciferians, it's all about creating servants of Satan, those tares that Jesus talked about 2,000 years ago, that have dark powers uh, possession and transferences, uh, the possession of demonic presence, and then if one, some are dying off, that they're in their 60s, 70s, whatever, they would transfer those demons down into the next generation and continue to build and build and build and um, under the satanic presence and power uh, and technology inspired by the demonic realm, they would, create, they would be able to create um, stronger, uh, more viable uh, satanic super soldiers than they have been in the past. So questions that you and I can begin to ask about all this is, when it comes time for the great rebellion that's going to come out, that Satan causes, who's going to be behind that if there's hundreds of thousands needed to create it? When it comes to the Antichrist and his rise and his ability to attack the church worldwide, to gain control of nations, who's going to be his police force? Who's going to be his military? The troops of Antichrist. We need to take a big study and track on a biblical basis first and then what's going on around us and take a look at that. 
We need to do that with application then. Number one, how do you minister to somebody who has satanic ritual abuse, subpersonalities, demonized personalities, programming within? How do you how do you get to, you know, how do you get to see them bring, you know, brought about being healed? How do you deal with when they're infiltrating the church and harming the church? How do you deal with the fact that you know, many of them will eventually, when when the sub-personalities inside begin to convert and get healed, and, and they'll tell that they're planning a massive revolt, a massive chaos and anarchy. What do we do in preparation for that? They believe in the power of Satan, and they believe in the coming Antichrist. Many of these so-called chosen ones are intact. That means they're committed to their cause. There are many that I've dealt with. They don't want ultimately to be healed. There are those that have chosen to go back to the covens, back to being a split um, cult, a coven, a satanic warrior monk, preparing themselves to bring battle against the church and uh, to help uh, usher in the Antichrist. So, hey, Satanism 101, yes, you've gone over many of the other forms of Satanism, but this includes this level of it that, again, I have dealt with uh, Satanists on all the other realms, dabblers, self-stop, and we've done deliverance, and we've seen some that come to Christ, and we've had interaction. We've seen some of the writings of those people and their hatred of the church, and desire to see it, uh, well, Anton LaVey calls it the rotting corpse of Christendom. The rotting corpse. And believing that it would be, would, would completely uh, demise and that a new satanic age would come about. They predicted it would come about in the 90s. And um, the underground Satanists are saying that they're very, very close to bringing about the great revolt and the rise of the Antichrist. They believe that he exists already, by the way, also. Well, anyway, this is Rust is Dark, ShatterTheDarkness.net. You are in one of the Theology for the Third Millennium courses called Satanism 101. You are in Session 24, dealing with satanic ritual abuse. And I've given you just really about a 45-minute uh, kind of uh, look into this subject hoping that you'll go to look again to the Shatter side or the preemption broadcast side and deal with uh, going through the infiltration of the church, part one and part two, infiltration of military, that you'll look at the G.H. Estabrooks MP3, that you can look at many of the others, let alone the video uh, YouTube um, ones that were produced by Chris White for us out there that... Um, give hours and hours and hours of uh, radio interviews on both satanic ritual abuse, uh, the Black Awakening, in the context of being a believer. So you and I, we're living in some pretty uh, high times. Jesus said of the very, very, very last days that they'd be unequaled. They'd be so bad, so horrific, so horrible, unprecedented, that unless he cut those days short, no one would be left surviving. So we're talking about horrific days. The best place to be now and in the days ahead is in, again, obedience, spirit-filled obedience to Christ, uh, being the righteous that are as bold as a lion, letting the wicked flee, uh, being involved in evangelism, healing, deliverance, and going after every lost soul we can find. 
whether they're a Satanist, a Druid, a vampire, there's all kinds of people that have become all kinds of things. And the sad thing is, 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 is still true today, that Satan blinds the minds of unbelievers so they can't see who Jesus is. Nobody can get saved unless they hear the Word of God. Faith comes from hearing and hearing by the Word of God. God so loved the world. He so loves the totality of every human being. Don't let the cold, hard, evil presence and all that dampen your love, your joy, um, your belief in a gospel, a good news that is unparalleled, that is unprecedented, uh, a transformation, salvation that brings forgiveness of sin, breaking the sin code, giving a new nature, giving the gift of eternal life, promising indestructible immortality, giving us the living presence of Christ daily, opening the Word of God to us and building us. The transformation comes from the good news of Jesus. It's salvation so that we can all say in the midst of the present and coming uh, unprecedented evil and satanic work that I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation for everyone that believes. And I would pray that God's power, presence, might, and blessing be on you right now, that you have appropriated the authority of Christ, Luke 10. How do you do that? Well, read it there in verse 16, 17, and acknowledge what Jesus said. Lord Jesus, I accept that you have given me that authority, and I'm supposed to use it to trample the dark powers to overcome all the power of Satan, the enemy, and nothing will harm me. And I accept that authority, and wherever I find demonic presence, and in my prayers I will use that to pray against and command demonic powers to be broken, cast down, and I will pray that you, Lord Jesus, will continue to destroy the dark powers. I will acknowledge in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, that the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy, destroy, destroy the devil's work. And that's what occurs in the liberation of the gospel. If you read the gospel of Mark in context to this chapter, well, I'd be delighted. I might even read it tonight myself again. Because it begins with Jesus unleashing the good news, calling everybody to repent and believe. In that first chapter, he brings out salvation as the center of the core. And then he unleashes healing, and he also unleashes deliverance, authority over the demons. And when Jesus begins to show this in the Gospel of Mark, the people are amazed. They've never seen anything like it. Why? Because God has come in human flesh. He holds the authority. Look at Mark 5. The demons knew. One thing about the demons in biblical you know, revelation, and also personal experience, they they all know that Jesus is truly the Son of God. And they all know a coming judgment. And they're in a battle to harm human lives, deceive, and the Holy Spirit has told us that that will all ramp up. More manifestation of demonic presence will be upon us than ever in in history. So let me encourage you again to um, take up the cross and follow Jesus 
Mar- uh, Matthew chapter 6. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all the other things will be taken care of. You can't fail when you rise up, take up the cross, follow Jesus, honor him, he'll honor you. And uh, if you if you obey the word of God, you will not only become strong, you'll be blessed, you'll be fruitful, you'll be able to do you know uh, every good work. Uh, we read that in again uh, Timothy um, three seventeen. So the Lord, ble- you know, blessing be with you. And listen, if you have questions at times, write to me, shatterxmail at sbcglobal.net. If you're in this course, I pray that you have been prayed up about it. And if God is giving you the information, even in this particular one, you may begin to have the perception to look into your church to say, Lord, I'm here to have joy and be a part and be a, to back my brothers and sisters. But I'm going to also be alert. I'm going to look around. You might be in church and take a few moments and say, Lord, is there anything Satan's trying to do? Is there anything demons are trying to do in this church or on people? And then if the Lord shows you things, to pray against it, to use the authority of Christ God has given you. If it might be people that are possessed, to go to them, cast the demons out. If it's maybe, and I would say most likely, there may be in your church chosen ones. Satanic super soldiers. They may be sleepers right now, deep within them, highly trained, demonized personalities that if called to come forward, can create some great havoc. I pray God's insight, discernment, and uh, your willingness to be self-controlled and alert. 1 Peter 5. Blessings to you, my friend. Keep us in your prayers. Don't forget that on Sunday nights we have 11 o'clock live internet radio, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If that's too late for you, you can always uh, go to that uh, site and uh, pick up the lessons uh, later on. The Lord's blessing to you. Leave us, uh, you know, again, I want to hear from you once in a while and uh, want to hear the fruit that's going on in your life if you've been led to lead anybody to Jesus. So give us a note. Let us know how you're doing.